Welcome, 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 and happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Now, before we begin, we have a very special film brought to you all the way from the capital. War. Terrible war. Widows, orphans, a motherless child. This was the uprising that rocked our land. Thirteen districts rebelled against the country that fed them, loved them, protected them. Brother turned on brother until nothing remained. And then came the peace. Hard fought, sorely won. The people rose up from the ashes, and a new era was born. But freedom has a cost, and the traitors were defeated. We swore as a nation we would never know this treason again. And so it was decreed that each year the various districts of Panem would offer up in tribute one young man and woman to fight to the death in a pageant of honor, courage, and sacrifice. The lone victor bathed in riches would serve as a reminder of our generosity and our forgiveness. This is how we remember our past. This is how we safeguard our future. <sighs> I just love that. Now, the time has come for us to select one courageous young man and woman for the honor of representing District 12 in the 74th Annual Hunger Games. As usual, ladies first. <clears throat> Primrose Everdeen. Where are you? Ooh. Come up! Well, come on up! Prim! Prim! No! I volunteer! I volunteer! I volunteer as tribute! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here! This is the war room! You can't handle the truth! King Kong ain't got shit on me! I am the I'm so much crazier than you. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Let's take me more, huh? That's bright. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Whoa, that squirrel just jumped so far. Yeah, it did. And welcome <laughs> to the 88th annual episode of Facing Off Podcast, a podcast where we take Two movies that we find to be similar in some way, and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Today, we're doing two young adult dystopian future uh, movies, uh, uh, Hunger Games and Divergent. I am Gabe, the person who is struggling to speak, so he would definitely die if he were in the Hunger Games, and joined with me uh, is Nick and Layla. Hey, Nick. Hey, Layla. Hi. I volunteer. I thought you were going to say the tributes from certain districts, but cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I volunteer I have, as tribute I, my from my district, which is uh, just on the other sides of, of the tree where the squirrels jumped. Yeah, Nick lives pretty close to me. We're in the same district, so um, <laughs> one of us is going to get picked, uh, and then it's me. I'm the tribute. Yep. And I volunteered Layla, where so do you, you wouldn't hail from? get killed. You're I hail welcome. from Chicago, the district of Chicago. <laughs> Straight up. All Straight right, up. that's cool as shit. Um, cool. Well, uh, happy to be doing this episode. These are two huge movies, uh, very much in the zeitgeist like 10 years ago. 
Um, so God, this is making me flashback to like just crazy times in my life. Like, isn't oh, this just, just bringing cr- you back to a certain time? Reading in your books life right and now? seeing movies and theaters, <laughs> just crazy times. Actually, yeah. it does it remind me? Like, I read and watched Hunger Games at a pretty fun moment in my life. For sure, it like it's like a, a timestamp. I feel like yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Huh. Um, Nick. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what these movies are about? These couple of YAs, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Young adult movies. Uh, these are two big budget dystopian teenager thrillers in which a young heroine must overcome all odds to survive and become a symbol of the power of never stopping or the power of living your authentic life. <laughs> the power of being you, of pers- persevering. The yeah. power of having a Kravitz in your movie. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the best tie. That's in. the it's true power. Kravitz in each. The yeah. true the true power does lie with the Kravitz family. Yeah, true power. Lenny Kravitz is a hundred percent a warlock. If you don't agree with me, uh, get out. Why? Then he's get out. Beautiful. If you don't agree with me, then cast a spell. I dare you. Yeah. Why? Because he's beautiful. No, warlocks are hideous. Oh. Do you think that's his real form, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is not where I expected this episode to be. hundred percent, he's a reptile person. Yeah, that could make sense. Slash warlock. Yeah, well, he's got a sultry voice. Anyone looks that handsome, shreds that much, wears that many scarves. Yeah, in real life, no way. He wears mad scarves. He's a warlock. He only wears scarves on stage. Yeah. Um, Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's kind of the tie-in for these two (laughs) movies. But really, we're just you know they are extremely similar in story, and they've been made fun of for being. Um, similar so why don't we figure out which one of them we like more let's make them go to an area and fight to the death yes let's give them weapons uh let's break these down using our rating scale of one to seven one being low putrid poor uh seven being highest and four being average or neutral in between let's start we're going to use five categories. Let's start with uh, actoring because these are Woo-hoo. both big casts. So uh, actoring wow. is where we talk about the performances, but also whether the directors and writers helped these performances or hurt these performances. Layla, what did you think about the Hunger Games actoring? Wow, I was like not mentally prepared to start with this category whatsoever. Yeah, that's um, a big surprise. That's one of the spells. You just threw me, dude. Surprise uh, is good. Okay. I think President Snow says that at some point. So this is actually like one of the major categories within Hunger Games that I have a major, major issue with this movie. Oh, um, shit. Uh-oh. Speak on it. Controversy. Start. I like detest the acting in this movie. Maybe aside <laughs> from like some of the... Strong like, Like, I don't know. Those like side incredible characters like Elizabeth Banks and Woody Harrelson and Stanley Tucci. Lenny Kravitz. N- no. <laughs> Um, what you don't like Cinna? What the fuck? I love Cinna. This is why I'm angry. Cinna was one of my favorite characters in the books, and he's an incredible character. And I just, it's just hard to watch Lenny Kravitz play him. It's so what? hard. Dude, it's hard so to hard. Watch Lenny Kravitz, right, cut do her off. Anything. Turn off the <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's this is my biggest problem with Hunger Games is honestly the adaptation of the characters and how poorly written they are in the movie. Or if it's, I don't know if it's just that they like took verbatim lines from the book, which was the dumbest thing they could have done and tried to translate it into film form. And it's just like so awkward and uncomfortable for me. Mm -hmm. I think Peta's awful. I think Gail's awful. And I 
cannot begin to describe how awful I think Jennifer Lawrence is in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not like the biggest Jennifer Lawrence fan, and it doesn't help that this movie was like the beginning of the J-Law era where yeah. they were like, oh my God, she eats pizza. She's so normal. We love her. And <laughs> it was upsetting. Wow, she eats um, pizza? I didn't realize yeah, how normal shocking. she was. Um, yeah, so that whole era was hard for me. But on top of that, I, I just, Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress and this is not good acting. Like there are so many moments throughout this where I'm just like, what is happening? She's so unemotional. Like nothing's happening on her face whatsoever. And it's upsetting while you're watching it. I, when she screams like the most famous line out of this entire series when she volunteers i cringe every time she does it she just sounds ridiculous when she's screaming yeah i can't i can't stand her in this movie at all i think when it comes to actoring in this category we speak to like how like how a character's written or how it like plays into the plot and all of the the above and i just think they ruined characters that i adored in the books like Gale is completely destroyed in all the whole series of these films. And he's yeah. like, not, he's not that awful in the books. Like you, you, you love him to a certain extent in the books. Um, and, and if Katniss you is Gale. You were just like an absolute asshole. <laughs> and I mean, and PETA too, like PETA has his issues in the books, but like you are supposed to, in a lot of ways, root for the two of them in a lot of ways as they're dealing with like their shit and their trauma. And you just don't, I don't root for either of them in this movie. They're both annoying as fuck. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I gave, I gave it a three. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly higher than that. I gave it a four. Um, I actually really liked, what Jennifer Lawrence does in this. And it's always been a controversial opinion for me to like it. Cause when I read the <laughs> books and then I watched them, or I think I, I read the, just this book and then watched the movie and I did like each of them. Um, I actually thought she was really good at, uh, as Katniss and kind of nailed what I thought the character was like, which is just like a kind of stubborn, like st- stoic, but also just like frustrated, fierce, person and like i i think that she nails it in a lot of scenes like i really like when she gives the bow or whatever after she like shoots the arrow at the pig and there are certain scenes with hamish that i just really like and i just think that she has some grace that you don't really get to see a lot in her other roles um josh hutcherson is like (laughs) who cares like he's playing Peta. like he does exactly what he needs to do he's just like a very smug face but like he's just like a little bitch boy that's all smug he, that's, he doesn't act oh, he's smug, a smug. In this he's movie. like he just looks like a little smarmy not smarmy either it's just like he just he looks like a little bitch like, yeah I honestly know. i was about to say that too he does it's i mean easy. he's like yeah. kind of is yeah he looks like a muppet <laughs> um but like the like side characters are so good to me that i almost wanted to bring it up because i actually think like elizabeth banks is like fucking incredible yeah, in this i was i was close to a four simply because like woody harrelson and stanley tucci are so fucking good in this movie well, like, elizabeth banks is your way of like figuring out how fucking off the people yeah, are from sure. the rich world and she yeah. nails it and the costuming is so great but stanley tucci is like also amazing like i actually want a talk show with stanley tucci and it's absurd <laughs> i would we don't love have to hear that. him laugh like that and toby james like such a random toby <laughs> james thing 
over uh, and over. Yeah. His like, ridiculous over the top laugh. Uh, yeah, he's ridiculous in all these. Um, I actually really like uh, Wes Bentley in this movie. Um, I hadn't really seen him in much since uh, American Beauty. Is that Cato? Yeah. I think it's Bentley is his last name. Yeah. Um, but I think he's really good as the, the game master or whatever. Oh, and that guy. I, I like all the scenes with Donald Sutherland. No, Cato fucking sucks. Uh, that kid, all the in, kids are horrible. He's also in that one show. Oh God. I just said this and I can't remember. Yeah. Thank you. Yellowstone. Yeah. He's also yeah, like and I, a I really similar character in Yellowstone as well. And he does a great job at that character. Yeah. yeah I think it's solid. And, and the other thing is like, I think Woody Harrelson is really good. I think it's, it's really weird that they bring in his alcoholism in the first scene. And then it's just not a thing for the rest of it. He even like stops somewhat. He wants to be sober for them, but it's like, but I think it's because for went, once he actually has hope and that's yeah, like, and that's, and, hope and that's actually why I love his character because it's like has a certain level of development to it like you watch him slowly engaging because he's just like you are what we need and i feel like i can actually invest myself into you and i want to invest myself into you yeah i agree and i and and i think he's amazing and i like him and elizabeth banks like sell this movie over time for me totally I, i also i i really i don't like the kids i don't think any of them are awful but like it's it's great to see that Jack Quaid learned how to act yeah, later and like Jackie became boy. important um, <laughs> rather than just like a little bitch in this. Um, I'm gonna use the word bitch a bunch, but sorry. Yeah, apparently, uh, um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's kind of average for its genre, and I don't think anyone like really brings it down in any way. And I actually am okay with all the casting. I'm not okay with the casting of Judgerson. Thank you. I agree. Well, who else? Like, hey, name a more punchable face. Name Will Poulter. Name any other actor. Will I just named one? Perfect. Could have played him. <laughs> I, yeah, Evan sure. Peters could have played. You him. like have to be able to root for Peta a tiny bit. Like Peta is still an emotionally charged character that you need to be able to like. Okay, and Josh so any Henry actor does except nothing Miles with Teller. this character. Miles Teller's not rootable. <laughs> you couldn't have him in there. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, his face is square rectangular you can't have a rectangular face that's it that's fair i just is that i just it? don't that that's face? it that's my biggest qualm <laughs> i also gave it a four i think it's average i don't think that jennifer lawrence is bad i do under i do because of my very limited experience as a stage actor in college if you're given a role and that role doesn't have any emotions it's really fucking hard I agree. To play That's what that is. part. And I am sure that the director was like less feeling though. Like like more stoic. And it's like like that's a hard thing to try and pull off. I don't think she nailed it. Go. <laughs> I'm like itching over here. I my favorite thing about female heroines in young adult like fiction fantasy books is that most of them are stubborn. Most of them have to hide their emotions. Most of them have to keep themselves intact and together because the society that they live in is trying to tear them down at every inch and every way. And they have to keep themselves together for their family or whoever they're taking care of. Mm -hmm. But there has to be like a nuance to it. You have to see that under all of that, there is true emotion. And I don't feel that with Jennifer in this movie. I synced it. <laughs> you, you, you got it. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. 
<laughs> it is. It's, it's really just my experience that matters. <laughs> no, I, I can definitely, I can understand that for sure. And I'm also not a huge Jennifer Lawrence fan. I just think it really works for this. And it was what I imagined the character to be. And you know what? That's just up for interpretation. Um, Nick, did you True have that. any other points about acting? No, I think all the side of characters are really great. I also just read in the trivia that Jennifer Lawrence accidentally kicked Josh Hutcherson in the head, knocking him out and resulting in a concussion. So that brings uh, your score for up. For that, I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> Are you just actually, kidding. Okay. No, I'm going to give it a four. All right. Well, let's talk about Divergent uh, actoring. Um, another stacked cast. A lot of the people like <clears throat> went on to do a lot of other things, um, except for Theo James. Like, Has he been in anything since? He was in like one small other like indie-ish film. And that's because that he's a, you guessed it, bitch. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Jesus. this cast is, is, they're like people that I almost love, except for Miles Teller. Like Miles Teller, I fucking love, oh wait, no, hold on. Kate Winslet wait. is in this movie. I love Kate yeah. Winslet so like, much. What? She's You don't great. love Shailene Woodley? They don't give, No. Definitely not. I think Shailene Woodley is a good actor. I don't think she's like amazing ever. Do you like Shailene Woodley more than you like Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Okay, that's what is happening. Multiple Oscar noms and and a win, and then someone who's just like in like young adult shit. Leo James was in The Witcher. I mean, she's in Big Little Lies. Let's give her a little bit more credit than just saying she's good. She's She's not like the highlight of Big Little Lies. She's not I mean, she's not. I'm just saying that she's not lies. just some like she's basic like B-level actor. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, I, I, I do think Shailene Woodley is actually pretty good in this role. I don't think she's given a lot, um, but I think she is exactly what she should be for it. And like, Agreed. I like that she's a more decisive version of of Jennifer Lawrence. I was like brought up in the uh, the um, honest trailer for it. I Miles Teller is like really good as like a piece of shit. He I I'm Always. sure he has more to do in the other movies. So like I I don't know and I'm never gonna watch them. I'm sorry. I don't. I just genuinely don't care. Um, Ansel Elgort kind of like underwritten too, but you know like also he just sucks. not great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean he's also not great. I I I just wanted more for Kate Winslet in this movie because I think she's really good in the last few scenes, but like you don't really know much about her character as opposed to like President Snow, you get as much as you need from Hunger Games and Don- Donald Sutherland kills it in those scenes. I think like it would have been awesome to have more of Kate Winslet and more of like the evil presence lurking on it beyond just like Jai Courtney who just I never have hated an actor more than I hate Jai Courtney and everything um I I don't know everyone that was a Dauntless just fucking stunk dude just stunk like no one was interesting they were like faux cool um I hated all the scenes with everyone just like running around the city like come on <laughs> we're dauntless Woo! and they all look like they're wearing like vests and they're just <laughs> so douches funny. like it just no one really like brought this movie up and that's a damn shame because it would have made the movie more interesting had the actoring uh had the acting and the like direction of that be better so i don't know three slightly below do you have a differing opinion than that layla not really opinion um (laughs) i am also giving it a three i 
I don't okay. think anyone like of the like main people, mainish people. I think everyone does what they can with what they're given. Um, which I think is kind of like what I'm going to keep saying about this movie. <laughs> um, there's just not a lot for them to do with their characters, but I think that they try really hard to do something with them. Like I think Shailene tries to give depth to this character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are small moments where I'm like. I, I felt it and I was like, oh, that was like kind of powerful. She tried really hard there. Like when her mom dies, I cried. Like she she puts in a strong effort when her mother dies and it's like really sad when that happens. Um, and like th- to give Theo James credit, he as much as his character is and the way he portrays him is like just so bland in a lot of ways. Like he is kind of supposed to be that way in the books. And he's um, handsome as fuck. He's so fucking handsome. Um, but he he's supposed to be like incredibly like hard to read, closed off. Like that's his character in the book. So he does that right. Um, Kate Winslet's just always great in everything that she does. I think Miles Teller is like a good comedic relief. He's such a douchebag. Um, I think the like to Will and Al or whatever are pretty lame. Honestly, love her to death. Zoe Kravitz is so bad in this movie for yeah, me. And it's I would say she's the it's one on, that almost brings it down uncomfortably bad like i don't even know what she's what she's Four? trying to do but we're like one two and three already taken <laughs> <laughs> she just has like oh, it's dumb so knee slappers throughout the first yeah hour. but she also just doesn't execute them well either like it's I just agree. not good all around for her character um and i agree like all of the side dauntless characters are just so bad and um yeah i don't know it's a three. It's definitely a little bit below average, but I think people are trying hard. <laughs> also, justice for Ray Stevenson, who's like a very good actor and just never is given anything in any movie. He's the guy who plays uh, Theo James's dad, the like head of mm-hmm. society. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor. If you watch the show Rome, he's one of the two lead actors. He's great. This is also such a like side note, but I want to clarify part of my statement earlier. I very much acknowledge how talented J-Law is, and <laughs> Gabe and I have had many conversations about this. She is very talented. I think she's done an incredible job in many movies. Part of this for me is that like th- these specific movies were such a cultural phenomenon, yeah, and sure. these... Uh, like these people, these actors at the time when I was younger and I was watching them too, like I followed all the interviews. I watched everything they had to say. So like to a certain extent, people really fell in love with these actors along with these films. And Shailene Woodley is just truly one of the most empathetic, kind actors out there. She's been arrested multiple times for protesting for Native American rights. Like she literally mm-hmm. is such a huge activist and is like so far removed from Hollywood. She does things cause it's there and she wants to, but truly her passion is to take care of people. So it is hard for me when J law is like a bitch half the time. And Shailene Woodley is just a beautiful creature sure. as a person, um, probably way better. So I just want to clarify that context, but, but it is interesting. Eat, how much pizza does she eat though? I know. True that. That's the yeah, real does she question. Even eat pizza? Does she, she even normal? eat fucking pizza, dude? <laughs> what did, wait, what did you think actoring, Nick, for Divergent? I gave it a three. Um, it, it's, uh, I think you kind of nailed it, Layla. Like, everyone's trying really hard to make it work. Like, I even think that Zoe Kravitz is trying really hard to make what she's given, like, work. And it's, they're just sucky lines. Yeah. They're just bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's, like a middle, it's like a middle yeah. schooler wrote it. Yeah. I say that yeah. a lot, but like this one really is like a seventh grade group. True that. Just like wrote it for an English project. Yeah. They were like, turn Divergent the book into a movie. And they were like, a whole movie? 
Sure. And then they did a bunch of Adderall and they cranked it out. It's AP English. Shit happens. I, I just, they rely really hard on Shailene Woodley to make the role work. Mm-hmm. And like, she just, I mean, I don't think she can do it. I don't think she's got the, maybe, maybe she has the chops now. She didn't have the chops then to like make this movie work that well. Yeah. And I it just doesn't. Too. The yeah. only she character. Was, she was a baby at the time. Yeah. yeah. She's only 23. Um, I think that the only character that really works fully, and it's kind of annoying, is Jai Courtney's character. Fuck. God damn it. He works. He's yeah, a piece of shit. You think he, he shit. works? He acts like a piece of shit. He's just like faux piece of shit. And yeah, dude, he's tatted up. If a faux hawk was a person, it would be Jai Courtney in this movie. Um, I mean, Kate Winslet works too, but she yeah. always works. Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. There's nothing to... It's definitely not average, so I give it a three. All right, well, let's talk about spectacularity, where we talk about the engagement level of these movies. And I've been just anticipating this all fucking weekend, because Nick and I, I had... Actually, I had seen Divergent before, but it's so fucking forgettable that I didn't even remember that I had seen the whole movie until we were in the last scene where Ashley Judd dies. And I was like, oh shit, I have seen this. Um, Granted, we had been drinking a little bit, but didn't make any of the movie any better. I could not have cared less for almost every scene until the last act. I do think the last act is pretty exciting. Um, But the main issue I have with this movie is that there are stakes... But the stakes are never like that high and they're not really made that clear to you beyond the fact that everyone's like, you can't be divergent. You can only be one personality trait and that puts you into (laughs) one of these factions and that's it. And And if you're divergent, that's bad. But also you could just be factionless, which is poor bad, but not like bad, bad, like divergent. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have also, a question for they you. They just tell you there's a war in the past. You don't get a feel like Hunger Games. Like we'll talk about it in a second. Like Hunger Games, like makes it abundantly clear how fucked up this world is. Like purely fucked up, and you know yeah. that the stakes are unbelievably high immediately. Um, what's your question? Is it not just like? the same exact concept in Harry Potter when they force you to sort into a house that dictates exactly who you're supposed to be. Sure, but there's magic and shit in Harry Potter. And this is an orphan (laughs) whose parents were fucking murdered by like the Adolf Hitler of the magic world. So it's like the, you know, the stakes are higher. There's just like, I'm just saying that concept exists and we love it in a different story. Sure, but also yeah, it's but like you're pumping. in a house. It's not saying you have a personality trait for one house. It's not like you're just courageous, you're in that house. That's actually the point of the sorting hat scene. It's like, no, you could be either one. You could be Slytherin right, but or you, you can could be... choose and you in Divergent you can choose as well. Well, I only think that Harry's allowed to choose in that scene. I think there is an element of choice that like I know the sorting hat talks about it later, but in Divergent it's like, okay, you're like you're part of this family and this is your personality trait. And then you do a test to find out what your real personality trait is and what your career is going to be. But then you get a real choice. But sometimes you may make that choice and they may be like, well, actually, your choice won't work unless you fucking beat the shit out of other people. Um, and then you're going to be fat. I, all I'm saying is all of that, I don't care. I couldn't have been less interested 
throughout a movie than I was with this. I watch very, very slow dramas. I was saying to Nick, I watched a four-hour-long Taiwanese movie about like the 1950s in Taiwan, infinitely more interesting than this movie. This has to be the most boring blockbuster I've ever seen. And I know that it leads to something pretty cool in the end. It really does. Like, I think the last bit is pretty exciting and cool. But I couldn't have cared less about the training that took us there. I'm giving it a fucking one. A one. Hardcore. Uh, I just think it's slow. And I do agree that you don't get the stakes. You get some idea of the world. But it comes down to the writing for me. Because Hunger Games finds several different ways to show you what is what the backstory to what you're seeing is. Divergent has one way and one way only, and it's people talking about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Do they ever show you anything? Yeah, do you ever see the past? You're asking me? Yeah, anyone. Both, either of you. Like, no. am I, did I, I miss something? Do. No. Like, do you ever see... Honestly, I don't dis- even remember like seeing an indication. Do you, do you guys want to know what happens? <laughs> Dude, honestly, you could spoil the whole thing. I'm. Never I mean, I would like to series. be clear. They will talk about this in Legacy. They aren't going to finish the series. They never finish the film series, so Wait, no really? one's ever going to know. I there were three movies. No, they never. They didn't make the no, last one. So allegiant. Um, it's just it, they they rely on everyone to talk about the world, but really, the only thing that the only intrigue is that erudite is gonna take the the i mean i'm just gonna spoil it i'm gonna spoil it because they like can't they can't show you what happened in the past because it didn't actually happen in the past it's all a ruse like there wasn't some war that happened there wasn't some like apocalypse they can show you it's all an experiment they're like a human experiment inside of a bubble fuck so maze runner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that the plot okay, of well, A different version of it, okay. but yeah. Well, that, so that being the case, <laughs> even then, there's not a, like, what I'm not, what I'm saying is, I don't need to know about the war in the past. I need to know what the day-to-day life of the people living in this world look like, and you don't get they to see that. that. They, they, do. they do. They show barely. you the day-to-day. Oh, my they God. They do? Also, yes, that's like have... a huge. There's a montages of showing you Amity picking in the farms. They show you abnegation giving food oh, to the factionless. They show you the factionless. They show you erudite studying and trying to figure out like the test. They're the in charge of the test. They show you what every faction is in charge of. The only thing they don't show you is Dauntless, quote unquote, being Dauntless. But really, yeah, all they the have to do, do, all they have to do, is patrol the wall and take care of the factionless if they fight each other. Like that's it. What the? the they're why just the they're. Fuck it's are they running around the city giggling and shit and jumping. Because <laughs> that's stupid. I don't know what to tell you. That shit's <laughs> dumb. But like, it. They, I would like to be clear. They definitely show you throughout all the exposition at the beginning of the fucking movie what every faction does. Well, they, I'm okay, for our, that's not it. enough for me. Yeah, it's one thing, and it's not that big a deal, and no one seems to be suffering, and the erudites don't seem to hate the one that starts with an A that much, and I just don't get it. <laughs> And it's not fun or cool, and the music is jarringly awful. I listened it's to the really soundtrack bad. today, by the way, on my drive back home. Yeah. It's as boring oh God, as you say, think. Oh, this is so funny. I wanted to hurt myself <laughs> listening to it. Yeah, Hans it. Zimmer was like 
Uh, an executive <laughs> score pr- producer or something. But you're talking about the soundtrack, not the score, oh, correct? Yeah, yeah. Soundtrack also fucking sucks. Both nuts. suck. Nick doesn't okay. know how to use the word score. I don't know the difference, and I refuse to learn even though okay, I'm on you give this it? podcast. I give it a two. Okay, Layla, what about you? I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think this is a fucking average movie. and Tell I think me why you think that. Because I didn't, I was never, so like before I even watched this movie, Gabe intensely went off over text message about this movie to me. So I went into it being like, okay, I really want to try to understand Gabe's perspective when I watch this movie. So I went into it trying to see that. But honest to God, like I was not there. It's definitely not well written. It's not a, a good movie. There are a lot of errors. There are a lot of mistakes there are a lot of ways in which they could have changed the way they wrote this first movie to bring more engagement than what they did. I think the fighting is dumb. I think the choreography is dumb. I think that there's like way more engaging moments they could have created. But I do not think that this is like undyingly boring. Like I was engaged. I was watching each scene. I was fine. I was enjoying it. And I don't know if that's just like I'm incredibly used to the concepts in young adult teen fantasy fiction, because I read it all the fucking time, but so many of the like slow expositional tropes that they talk about in this movie happen in those books. So it just yeah. felt like I was reading one of those books and that was fine to me. Um, I think that they do a good job of a fair enough job. I should say, I don't want to say good job. They do what they need to do. It's not good, but they do what they need to. You understand what the society is you understand that the that obviously what she has to do here is survive in dauntless or she's going to become factionless or she's going to be figured out as divergent we don't know what divergent means and obviously that's supposed to be left as a cliffhanger to engage you into the next movie because it is a series um i think it just did something it wasn't amazing it wasn't in my opinion the worst thing on the planet i have seen movies that upset me more than this did oh so let me Um, be clear i don't hate this movie i don't think it's like a bad movie i'm just this category is like how engaged you are in it and whether you are like into the movie and i was just not into for sure but i didn't think it was like bad totally and that's like individual and i totally and that's exactly why i'm saying i kind of feel like i just gravitate towards these types of very like basic young adult stories because i love them very much and also Never forget for both of these films, speaking as the only girl on this podcast, these young adult teen fiction books are very much about a love story. Like all of them have a deep rooted love story that engages like women. Like most of these films, like by if you just statistically looked at it, most of the viewers and readers are women. Like Theo James and Shailene Woodley was something people wanted to watch. And Mm. Same with like the love triangle and Hunger Games. Like these are parts of the movie that are engaging maybe for me that aren't for you guys. Um, Also, I just think it's so comical, Nick, that you were like, I fucking hate this soundtrack because I was going to bring up that at the time, me and my best friend were like obsessed with Ellie Goulding when this movie came out. And she's like on multiple songs on this soundtrack. And the soundtrack is so weird, by the way, because it has Tame Impala with Kendrick Lamar on a song. So it has cool. fucking ASAP Rocky, it has Snow Patrol, and it has like mm-hmm. M84. Like it's the <laughs> weirdest soundtrack ever. But there's like two of these like big Ellie Golding songs, and at the time we were obsessed with her. So I like loved the main track that plays in like the trailer of this movie, Beating Heart or whatever. 
So, like, it just, I think for, like, young women, this was just, like, a part of that era. So, we enjoyed that part of the era. <laughs> so, I'm totally fair. And I'm, I'm really glad that you brought in that perspective for this because, like, I just clearly was not seeing that myself. And uh, I'm sorry to anyone out there who, like, loves Divergent and I just shit on your movie, but... It just didn't work. I don't think anyone's going to like die on that hill. Don't worry. I don't think anyone's going to like even myself who is like, I find it kind of entertaining at times. Like I'm not going to die on that hill. Divergence. Not great. It's just not great. I mean, I remember seeing it for the first time with my little, they were little at the time cousins. They're three girls and the youngest one liked it. The, my, the middle one was in and out of the room and the older one fell asleep. Mm, they were okay. pretty yeah. young at the time, and my uncle did not like that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. A, it's a long movie too. We forgot to mention it. We yeah, that's what, okay. So yeah, that's, it is. They're and, both really long. long. We should talk about Hunger Games. Yeah, the, I, Hunger Games is also super long. So Nick, why don't you talk about um, the engagement level of Hunger Games? I think that there's more like uh, texture, I guess. To Hunger Games, there's different ways that they're showing you things happening. They do things like suck all the music out of, or suck all the the sound out of a scene, and you're only left with music when they're dropped into the dome or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. They they do it a couple times. You get like the um like subtle indications at the beginning of the difference between the Capitol and District Twelve. You get a pretty quick indication of like who Katniss is and what she's like capable of pretty mm-hmm. quickly at the beginning. Uh, the movie is definitely too long and it drags at times, but I just don't think it drags as badly as Divergent. And there's Agreed. a bunch of murder. Yeah. So that's tight. And so I gave it a five because murder's tight, especially when it's kids killing each other. Yeah. Nobody take that clip of me saying that <laughs> and play it out of context. Yeah. Well, you do work with kids, so that's bad. Layla, and that's why I said don't take it out of context. So if you take it out of context, I'll play this part of the clip. <laughs> you know what? That would hold up in court. We're over it already. <laughs> what did you think, Layla? I also gave it a five. I I think that this, what Hunger Games did better than Divergent is that it like it took a book and adapted it into like storytelling in a film. Like it's layered. It's, it's smart in the way it tells the story. It's not just like the basic, like, let me build this world. It's like, let me show you the world through her eyes Mm -hmm. and her living in it. You know what I mean? So it like is way more engaging that way. Less of that frustration is there. Um, Yeah. I think overall it's really engaging. I think the concept is just naturally engaging. Like they're getting thrown into this like death match. So of course you're going to be like, what the fuck's going to happen? Like what's going on here? But it is really long. Like I realized everything leading up to them. There is, um, a little too much. Like there's just so much that happens. I realize like the costuming stuff where he's like getting her ready for these parades. And then they do all the interviews and she's training all the time. And I'm just like, I just feel like so much of that could have been cut by a little bit yeah, and it would have been better. And then you, for sure. Yeah, it definitely starts to drag by the end of it. Um, and then they're in the games. It's great. Ultimately, the reason I can't give it more Why is, it is because. Why is it great when they're in the games? Because of. <laughs> Child murder. Child murder. Oh, God. Okay. Um, child on child <laughs> moving violence. Moving on, Nicholas. Um, 
I realized upon rewatch, I'm moving on from both of you right now, uh, that I, that, oh, I lost my thought, you idiots. Don't fucking put me in there. I didn't start the interruption. (laughs) Okay. I remembered. I remembered. Um, I, I upon rewatch, I did realize, I do think a lot of things are really dumb. Like they're just dumb when you're watching it. Like I, when Pete, when you see Peta all painted up underneath that rock, it's just like the, it's <laughs> just he's, dumb. He like is it's that so rock. dumb. <laughs> he is that rock, and it's like laughable actor, how dumb it is. And he's not just a rock. He's got moss on him too. And when he's like training, and she's like. They, they're looking at you like you're a piece of meat. Throw that ball. And he just like picks up that ball and like throws it. And, and then they were like, so uh-huh. lame. Okay, cool. He's and they're like, oh, okay, like, all right. It's, I would have been it's, like, it's, cool it's, throw, it's, bitch. Just, <laughs> he just throws a ball at, their, at the weapon thing. At the, we- at the arrows or with the spears like or The guy or who like puts, puts the, all the weapons in there is like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, basically, like, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, it, this is comical. It's not supposed to be, but yeah. it's funny, and it's stupid. Um, so there were a lot of moments that disengaged me from the movie because of that. So, But well, all in all, it's engaging enough. It's a five. Yeah, I don't have much more to say. I also gave it a five. I thought it was slightly above average. I, um, it's, I like Catching Fire a lot more, and I think Catching Fire is a better adaptation than this one. Um, I just don't like the style of this one much, and I'll talk about that in a bit when we get to eye candy. Yeah. But outside of, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it into here. I actually think this movie's really well edited. Um, it goes back and forth. A lot. I like the way the movie starts, where it starts with the interview with Stanley Tucci and, uh, <laughs> and Wes Bentley. You doing okay over there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, when you said edited, I thought to, like, when they do the flashbacks of her in the rain, and he throws oh, that's the bread dumb. at her, like, and that <laughs> whole flashback makes me crack up every oh, yeah. time. It's like that. I don't think I would be able to watch this movie the again, Bread is, like, <laughs> soggy and dirty ruined, shit. like, four scenes for me. Oh, uh, she just, just like looks like she's drugged up too. It's yeah. Honestly, anyways, that's ahead, more sorry. of like a visual scene that I just don't like, as opposed to the editing that's like <laughs> establishing the story and the stakes and stuff really well. Yeah, absolutely. I also just think again, this movie sets in place very early on, like what the stakes are, what this means for them, like how fucking dangerous this is going to be, like you know how fucked up this world is, and and. And they nail it when they go back and forth with like people like cheering and watching it and stuff. Like you see the rich people in their land. I just think there's a lot. I think Nick was kind of <laughs> talking about with the texture, but there's just like a lot to chew mm-hmm. on in this movie. And that makes up for the really long periods of time. And that also makes up for any like shortcomings that it has. And it definitely has a lot. I agree. I thought that was a great point, Layla, that like that whole sequence could have been shorter. Like you could. The training stuff and the costuming stuff, like that's all important for the story to find out like for sure how they're gonna survive and how they're gonna get sponsors. But it's like, did it need to be forty minutes? For sure, no. No. And it might not have been, but it felt like that. Um but every I Probably think everything was, in the game is really cool. I think it's yeah. way more exciting in the book and way more fucked up in the book. Like, for instance, one of the best scenes in the movie but which is way better in the book and way more fucked up is when the dogs come out because the dogs Mm -hmm. take on the faces of the tributes that have died. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when Cato is dying, he's dying for like eight hours straight. 
Yeah. They're just slowly yeah. eating him. It's so fucked in the yeah. book. And I thought that they nailed mm-hmm. it really. I actually really like this scene. I don't think the kid is that good of an actor, but the when Kato is like, you were oh. going to win anyways, just fucking kill me. Like, this is what they want. Like, and that, but he's like also evil and maniacal. And he's like, I, all I've ever known is how to kill and stuff. It's like, it gets to certain levels that they I think humanize are, him all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and good. it works. And I, and I just think the movie is just, more, it's just built to be more exciting. This is built like a blockbuster, like yeah. something fun. Uh, and that's where I think divergent just diverged from that. So I will give it a five as well. Let's move on to our next category, which is holy shit. Only our third category. Um, eye candy. Uh, I think the next ones will be <laughs> shorter. I can definitely speed up from this. Point. Yeah, Layla, what did you uh, what did you think about the visual elements of I won't, Hunger? I, I won't uh, distract us too much. Hunger Games. Sorry, it's Except okay right now. Yeah, God damn it, Nicholas. Okay. I just I'm um, sorry. I can't get over the. Uh, you're already distracting. The throw the ball thing is just killing me. It is inside. pretty funny. I'm just cracking up every time. It's um, <laughs> I just I have so been many like, other wow, things, Nicholas. I'll tell you outside cool, of the dude. podcast. Throw that but... fucking ball, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing it again. Okay, I gave I gave Hunger Games. Uh, I actually gave, I went back and forth on this a lot. I ended up giving it a four. I gave it an average score because two things even themselves out for me with mm. this movie. I think the filming of this movie is annoying as all fuck. Yeah, and I the hate worst. the shakiness. I hate, like, I feel nauseous sometimes when I watch this movie. I I think it's distracting as fuck. I think sometimes the shakiness cuts parts of the images out of the shot that I want to see. I just... It was unnecessary. It didn't give any, like, it didn't add to the... There's definitely a purpose, but, like, it didn't work for me at all. And I know why they tried to do it, and it just, it didn't, it didn't fit for me. So I didn't like that. Uh, Incredible costuming, incredible visuals of the Capitol. The visuals alone, like as far as like creating a dichotomy between classes was magical and they did it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like you very much understood what the capital was, how like power hungry they all were and how like desolate the lives of the people in the districts were. Although I do have to question why like everyone in the capital is dressed like futuristic and everyone in the districts looks like they've gone back like a hundred years and they're like dressed like to progress. I, I mean, to a certain extent, I get that, but it's like they, it literally looks like they're like pilgrims a little bit. I just like yeah, you could have just given the them minimum. run down normal clothes, like normal clothes that are. Anyways. Oh, I get, uh, I get these are mean. thoughts yeah. that I have when I'm watching the movie. Um, so I gave it a four. I don't know. I just the camera work pissed me off too much for me to go higher than that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I was thinking about the evening out thing, but like, unfortunately some of the visual elements, like the colorfulness and stuff is just not aged that well because there's a lot of CGI. Like a lot of the fire mm-hmm. stuff looks really fucking oh my God. stupid. The fire looks dumb it, in every fuck. scene. I mean, I when it starts about, happening, when twirls, it's so, are you just amazed Nick? <laughs> uh, I think that the way that they <laughs> build the capital right and the train are really cool. But I just think like this movie is just it doesn't work as well not uh, not in theaters, and that didn't those like colors and stuff don't bring it up enough for me to the point where I can ignore the fact that it is it's the shakiest of all shaky cams, and I fucking yeah. hate shaky cam. The reason Same. why they did it is because they didn't want they wanted this movie to be PG thirteen and they couldn't just show 
kids like straight up fucking killing each other because they wanted enough like young teens to be able to watch it and stuff. And so I get think that young teens would watch other young teens brutally murder one another. Uh, yeah, you, you I ain't mean, bad enough young teens too. I I agree. I know. Honestly, like just let them fucking watch it. It's a <laughs> fictitious world. But anyways, I uh, the shaky cam is really bad. But the other thing is like. The movie has so many fucking close-ups of people or, like, soldiers and stuff. It'll be, like, the side of their face (laughs) at an angle really close up. And I'm just like, this is uncomfortable to watch. So I'm going to give it a three. I also think they just missed out on a lot of the cool things that they could have visualized. Like, the dog faces would have been really fucking cool. Yeah, the dogs look dumb as fuck in this movie. Yeah, they look dumb. Um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a three, but I was pretty close to a two. Let the record state. It's, it's a visual bit, so I think it's it not going to work for this. I'm still going to describe it mm. when the when the woman who's contr- who like invents the dogs mm. like shows you what they are. She like and turns. He's like, it, oh, cool. He's like, wow, yeah. And she like yeah. she goes deploying now or something. And she like, I mean, it's all CGI, so I imagine they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. take your hand and like turn it twice. Oh, and the then way her and hand, then make yeah. it flat and then go up and then slap it down and then she goes It does like, look pretty funny. She goes turn turn flat up and down and then slaps the table and that's how she deploys it looks the, like she was playing bop it. The dogs and does it looks <laughs> like she's playing a game. I uh I gave it a 4. I don't mind um uh shaky cam like at all. Uh it doesn't really bother me. Mm. Um it's cuz you don't like art. Dude, maybe shaky cam is art. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Uh, so that part doesn't really bug me. I just think that going back to the texture thing, like there's almost like too much. Like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that w- work for me. Like I I do like like the the cool quiet intro to them getting mm-hmm. dropped into the dome is a really cool looking scene. There's some other really cool like well shot uh, you know like action sequences and stuff. Um, but Peter's face in the rock. Yeah, it is impressive that a man who grew up designing cakes could also <laughs> make himself look exactly like a rock with moss on it, and without while a, his leg is just fucked. without a mirror. Yeah, uh, and while he's without a paintbrush, while he's critically injured. Yeah, like did he find he did that. the backpack oh, full of God, paintbrushes? The part when he's like shivering in the cave, I was just like, oh God. Who cares, man? Just yeah, die already. I don't like. I don't like anything about his character. He also just looks dumb as shit, and you can't yeah. get over the fact that Josh Hutcherson is literally five foot two. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a big problem. That's one inch shorter than Muggsy Bogues and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's taller than that, but in my head, he's five foot two. He's a little baby boy. I gave it a four. A four. Okay, that's four, pretty four, generous. three. All right, Leah. Uh, I gave it a three. Leah. What? You called her Leah. I did not. I, I said, let's did. move on to originality. All right. Let's tape. move on roll to originality. Tape, we didn't do Divergent. We oh, we didn't. didn't? Oh, all right. <laughs> Divergent, eye candy. I gave it a I two. I feel like we could just give our scores. Nothing yeah, I gave it a two as well. But it didn't look bad. I also Nothing looked gave bad. it a two. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, I, I think agree. parts of it look pretty bad. It's just boring. No cool choices. Next category. Yeah, I just thought the like background was really bad. Like The set design was awful. Again, yeah. doesn't... Poor Chicago. Yeah, I know, poor Chicago, but it uh is it I don't shot know. in Chicago? It's supposed to be Chicago. Oh. Like that's what it says. It says Chicago when it first flies into the city at the beginning of the movie. Oh, whoopsies. Okay, well, 
All right, so is that twos <laughs> all around? Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> twos we... all around. Um, yeah, yep. sorry, Divergent. There's just not a lot of eye candy to talk about. But you're I, I do want to like two seconds. I, yeah. Like we should acknowledge some things. I do want to acknowledge. Like I, I just think the choreography of the fighting in this movie could have been so much more interesting. Agreed. Like yes, oh my so God. much Elbow. of this There's movie. So much elbows. Thank you for bringing that. So out. much of this movie is supposed to be about becoming strong and fighting, and they just look ridiculous fighting each other. So I just True. and no, and it's like. No other movie makes people look that ridiculous when they're fighting. I just don't know it's who, just whoever unins- the choreographer was like, stop. It's, just it's, die. Quit. It's uninspired. I don't think it should die. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but it's uninspired. <laughs> it just doesn't look, yeah, it doesn't look like they've learned anything by the end. It's not like she's just like whooping ass. She's just like. No, she's whooping cough at the end. She just um, looks like maybe she took like three days of, you know, boot camp training. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, there's just nothing to chew on. There's no eye candy here, but it's it's not like horrible. So I won't give it a one. And I'm assuming that's why you guys aren't. Let's talk about originality. Let's talk about how creative these movies were and whether they needed to be made since they're both based on source material. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Layla, I think you should start this off since you've read Divergent. Uh Start with Divergent? Yeah, how original was this? I mean, it's not very original. Um, It stays very, very, very close to the book. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you like like the book? Very, very, very close to the book. I enjoyed the book. I really did not, like, detest it or anything. I enjoyed it a fair amount. At the time, I do remember being... I should put this out in the universe. I do remember being excited that a movie was being made when I found out a movie was being made. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I think there, in my mind, was a lot of potential to make a cool movie out of the concepts that was in the series. So I was like, and also like at the time, a million young adult like adaptations were being made. So I just was like, maybe this is going to be cool. This could be fun. Plus, I saw the cast and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> this is a kind of cool cast. Um, so I was excited and I did enjoy the books. I still gave it a two like it. It follows the book way too closely for me to say that there's any original ideas. And on top of that, it's executed very poorly. Mm-hmm. So it's not like one of those situations where you're like, they found a way to take this book and really make it their own into a film series. They really didn't at all. And they couldn't even complete the film series because they did so poorly. So I'm going to stick to it, too, because I was excited about it. And the book was something I cared about. So I gave it a two. It's good yeah. to know that it doesn't diverge too much from uh. the source material because uh, that was going to sway my score in one way or the other. So I'm glad you said that. It's going to stay to two. I think that the probably, not like an expert, none of us are. That's why we sit on couches doing this and not in like a studio. Uh, I think that the way to make a movie like this original and different is to like make it look really interesting because you can't see the pictures in the book because yeah. there's no pictures. But like if like we just said, I was going to talk about the fighting here. If there's no like stylistic, cool looking fighting, and they're mm-hmm. just all like, "Woo, yeah!" hopping out of trains and running around doing parkour. Yeah, they don't do that in the books. By aimlessly, the way. they're not just running <laughs> around aimlessly screaming. Yeah, because no one <laughs> fucking does stupid. that, especially not Dauntless the tough ran guys. By screaming, hopping, no. and saying, "Let's no. go." And- to your point, Nick, like even even with like just writing as well, something I love about adaptations is when they can take a concept or like a relationship and add in the necessary like 
physical emotions that you don't see in a right. book. Like so much of books is like how they communicate with each other. Right. But in a movie, you can see them like looking across a room and feeling yearning or like a disdainful look or whatever. And like you can add that into the writing of a film and so much of that is lacking here. Like, yeah, there just is absolutely. a very unemotional tether throughout this movie. <laughs> totally. It just seems like a movie that they were like, okay, get it out. Go, 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 go. Yeah, it's literally. It, it does feel rushed. like that. Make, make sure she knows how to hold a gun and then we're good, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have to give it a two as well. And And honestly, I just don't even find, you know, even if this existed on its own outside of the book, like, I just don't find it that interesting. I don't think it adds much to the genre. Like, I think... It base it takes a lot of things that we've already seen. Like it's a lot like Hunger Games, but it's just a less interesting, less high stakes Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like I know Maze Runner. I think like came after or around the same time, but like I find Maze Runner to be a lot more interesting in this whole like concept of like it's all like some game, so they're testing something. Like I think that works better in Maze Runner, and I think that I think that movie is like dumber in concept, but executed so much better. Um, I, I just, I don't see a lot in this that I would have been like, wow, that's really clever and unique. That stands out from all these other, um, YA dystopian sci-fi movies and like, or, or just any YA adaptation. Like it just, there's nothing that really is clever to me in it. On a very, very, very basic level, I think it still has a lot of what dystopian novels have, which is the concept of like human nature destroying itself and like our own human nature doing so. And I think that like they were trying to do something that would have been interesting. It just, it's not just not good writing ultimately. But like the the, like larger concept at times I buy into it because I'm just like, I am very interested in the concept of how our own human nature and our desires and our wants and like what we yearn for, like can fuck us over in the end. So like, I think that like major arc is interesting. I just don't know how you execute that in a good way. And, and honestly, like the giver is an incredible book that like nails that, but the movie, they also fucked up that adaptation. And so I don't know, maybe just like, you got to think a little bit hard. I just, I, one of the, like, we're not talking about it right now, but, and we'll talk about it eventually, but like, one of my favorite adaptations is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban because it is really, really different from the book. Like there are a lot of diverging plots in that that don't happen in the book. And so both of those things, the book and, and the book's one of my favorite of the series, both of them can exist as like great things without fucking with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's a really yeah. rare thing in these series. So I don't know. I'm going to give it a two. I, I do think there's something there and the, there are some interesting concepts. And I really, I do like the um, testing sequences when she's like hallucinating and stuff. You mean like, where she goes to dream, dream mode? sequences? Yeah. When she, when, when, she, she, when Shailene goes Woodley mode, for sure. I like those. Um, what about Hunger Games originality? This I did read. As did I. Oh, sick. <laughs> did you read all the books? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I once ruined the end of Mocking Jay for my friend Carter. Uh, oh, bummer. Yeah, it sucked. Anyways, does uh, anyone want to step in for Hunger Goms uh, um, originality? I just want to say I'm going to give it a four uh, okay. because I don't think it does. It, it would be a five if it did something that the book does and made it visually disturbing just like the book makes it disturbing 
Uh, and it doesn't do, it, it takes the kind of the easy route. So I'm, I'm between like a three and a four. I'll hear you guys out, but I'm at a four currently. I'm not going to go higher than a four. I don't think, I think it actually sticks pretty closely to the book, but I do like visually seeing things. And I thought that was a good point that Layla made on the last one. Like I, I just like, I I like movies more than I like books, even though I think the book is generally better than the movie. I think it's better. I just enjoy my experience of watching something in a two to three hour period at most more than, uh, or in the case of a Taiwanese film, maybe four hours, but more than uh, reading. Reading just takes me a long time. That being said, I really, really enjoyed reading Hunger Games. I, I think it's a lot better than people now in hindsight give it credit for. I just, I found it really fun and I, I like the way it was written. Um, this one just, I didn't really like the adaptation that much. Like it just, while some things were cool to see brought to the screen, most of it, I was just like, eh, I don't know. That was like less exciting than the book was. Whereas like catching fire, I think like perfectly matches the book. I think there's some missing things in that, but it, mo- it it mostly matches it really well. So I'll give it a four. I think it's average. I think they they didn't fuck up and they didn't excel. I'm gonna give it a three. Ooh. Um, I think I think they did fuck up something, so I can't give it a four. I think they fucked up some characters. I think Gail and Peter are destroyed in these movies, like truly destroyed. Like you don't even have to like Peter in the books, but he's just ridiculous in these movies mm. and. He definitely has, like, there were a lot of people that read these books that were, like, they they were Team PETA, and they loved the relationship between him and Katniss, and I just think they completely destroyed his character. I think Gale is so petty and annoying in this movie every time you see his face, and it's, like, not the emotion you're supposed to see, which is, like, him just completely conflicted because he, like, misses this person and is worried about this person. He literally looks so petty. She's, like, dying in the middle of this game, and he's just, like... Him and Pete, her and Peta, like it's just gross. It's just awful. The writing of these characters is awful, oh. and I hate that they ruined some of these characters for me. I truly, for me personally, Katniss was not the same in the movie as it was in the book. I did mm. not feel for her the same way as I did when I was reading the book. And then some of like the very imaginative things that I think they could have done more with, like the costuming with the fire stuff how i imagined it in my mind was way fucking cooler than how it's executed in the movie the dogs way cooler it was definitely more brutal in my mind during the games like the actual brutality of the games in the books is way more brutal than it is on screen not to say that they didn't do a lot of brutality but it is just like truly brutal in the books um so i just think there are a lot of things that aren't how i wanted them to be so i can't give it a four but you know what it, that reminds me of the games that I was really and sorry to bring up another Harry Potter film, but uh, Harry <laughs> Potter and the Goblet of Fire like really fucked up the maze. Like I I think the maze sequence in the book is unreal. The like labyrinth is insane, and in the movie it's just that the the walls close in. There's no like sphinx and shit like that because they it was already too long. And I felt that way about Hunger Games as well. Like there are, I thought they did like tracker jackers. It was really cool to have that. And I like like certain things like elements fucking with her and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think they could have 
they could have explored that more. So that's a good point. That's yeah, why like, I, just, I just thought it was average. I, I'm going to go below average. You're right. Okay. Layla, it, it doesn't add anything, I don't think, to the source material. Well, lady and gentlemen, uh, what <laughs> do we think about the legacy? What's the lasting legacy of these movies? Um, I, Hunger Games is still, like, people still like Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Has it, like, lost its, like, momentum it's like a it's like a it's entered the lexicon like everyone if you say everyone like, yeah they know what hunger, they know what the hunger games is yeah you know like damn that supermarket was like the hunger games today it was so busy but yeah but do like i'm wondering if the movie itself like if this one has like like, because it did really well. It was really successful. It was pretty popular with critics and audiences. I thought, I, I can't remember if I saw it in theaters first and then read the book and then rewatched it or if I was into the books before. But, like, I remember it being a big experience and, and definitely being a cultural thing at the time. I just wonder if the first one is still, like, popular or if we look back and we find it, like, meh. I just think this movie lives alone in that legacy of what it was at the time like yeah. i think people in our generation are always going to remember the impact of what this movie was and like the extent to which we all went to see it and talked about it and like i definitely spent hours on youtube watching interviews with these actors like it was a part of our generation's like existence and i think we will always remember that i don't know if that's the case for younger generations i don't know if that's going to be the case for younger generations i don't even know if this book is like still read by younger generations I also think upon rewatch, I'm realizing that it doesn't hold up very well and there's a lot of very dumb scenes and it's not like the thing with like Harry Potter, for example, is it's still incredibly made. So yeah. like you can pass it on to a next generation because kids aren't going to be like, this is dumb. They're going to be like, this is dope as fuck. But if you shoot, if you showed Hunger Games to someone, they might be like, this is kind of dumb. I don't know if I want to watch this. It's possible. I don't know. Like I just I found myself laughing at too much. I think at the time when I watched it originally, I was just so engaged because of how obsessed we all were with the books. The books were just such a phenomenon at the time. Mm. So like there was just a there was a wave of excitement around these movies then. And I just don't know if future generations are going to feel the same way about this as we did then. Yeah, I agree. I think that's why I'm. I'll probably give it a six instead of a seven. I'm giving like, it a six. I think yeah, it was same. probably at one point it's. We would have thought it would be a seven, but I do. I think yeah. that's a great point. Like I, I just don't think kids are going to be excited about it. And honestly, I just think that's because over time, the adults that raise these kids or like the young, like our generation, are not telling these kids they need to watch it. We're like, you, fucking yeah. watch Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and stuff. Like, don't. Yeah, don't I would not it. recommend this at this point. Yeah. To someone younger. Like, I just think there are better things. I think that all of the younger generations are going to remember when Josh Hutcherson threw that spiky ball. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even have spikes. It that kind was, of does. So it lame has about subtle it. spikes. No, it's just no, textured. It's like a huge medicine it's ball. It's just textured. <laughs> it even hurt if you got hit with that. You'd be like, oh, fuck. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, I got a bruise. You just catch it. Hell, dude, I'm going to have dude. a bruise, dude. Uh, I, gave, I mean, I gave it a six as well. It also uh, gave us J-Law. She was Jennifer Lawrence before. Then she was J-Law. The yeah. pizza eating. <laughs> That's a negative for this movie, but go ahead. 
but it is a positive for her bank account. Yeah, straight Think up. about how many pizzas she bought with her uh, Hunger Games money. Yeah, but then like... She ain't hungry no more. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but then... But yeah, they, she, she went on to some great things. She went she on to did, some but things. she also then signed on to another franchise that fucking crumbled to the ground, uh, X-Men, yeah. and mm, now yeah. that's her career. she was Mystique. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There okay, was a level of cockiness that came to her after this movie that no one needed. <laughs> well, I mean, like, which is totally fair. She was just like a huge, huge, huge mega massive. celebrity, and she was yeah. like on everything. And like, I don't know. Um, we should look more at the media than at her. Uh, what do we? We all gave it sixes <laughs> out of sevens. What about Divergent Legacy? Layla, I want you to kick this off because I just I don't know. I, I mean, I gave it, I gave it a two. Like, I don't, it, oh, it doesn't have shit. a good legacy. It doesn't have a good legacy. Like, people really detest this movie. It's got pretty awful reviews everywhere. Um, I don't think people choose to rewatch this movie. I think if they accidentally stumble upon it, that's a whole other conversation. But I don't think people choose to rewatch it. I rewatched it a couple of times when it first came out, simply because I was like in that era of those books and I cared. And I also kept watching because they made a second one. Um, but l- let's not forget they didn't fucking finish this series. Yeah. <laughs> like they couldn't even that's get so funding raw. to finish the I damn didn't even series. Know until that's, that's, you told me. that's that is that is a testament to how much people did not give a shit after a certain amount of time, even with a fandom that still to this day is like, what happened to the last one? Like it's just it didn't do well. Um, it didn't work. They executed it poorly. The second one was like, God, I don't know. I, you'd probably hate yourself if you watched it, Gabe. I would like, never I just, it's not, <laughs> it's, um, it's not great. And it like definitely veers things in a weird direction that I didn't want. So it's, it's, yeah, I don't, it's not good. I'm going to give it a two. I don't, there's no, what positive legacy does this film hold? Maybe okay, I think I'll it was say... really popular initially when it first came out. Like it, it did pretty well, and I know that like people didn't like it that much, but it was definitely part of conversations. Like everyone knew what diver. Sure, I remember seeing the first people trailer, and I was it. like, "Wait, it's a Hunger Games?" And someone was like, "No, it's a book. Like it's a book series. It's a separate thing." And yeah, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> what are these I do want. Last thing I want to say is, as far as legacy, it did bring. Ansel Elgort, Shailene Woodley, and Miles Teller together for a lot of things after this movie. Yeah, like she makes Fault out in Our with... Stars came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes out with all of them. Spectacular Now came after this as well, which is great. like a really great Miles and I Shailene Woodley movie. movie. Um, they're both incredible in it. And uh, so she partners with both of those boys a lot after this movie, um, which is good for all of us because they were good movies. Um, but that's it. Yeah, they were. Um, I I have seen Spectacular now. I think about eight times. I really like that. movie I love a that lot. movie. Uh, Nick, what did you think? Legacy for Divergent. N- knowing that they didn't even make the third one, I feel like I gotta give it a one. Mm, that's eh, a first. They made the second one. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it exists. Like people know I what it mean, is. Is there another big budget trilogy that they were just like, dude, we can't do this anymore after number two? Ugh, I wish they did with the Hobbit. I mean, there's, I have to say there are so many, I guess this is like way 
bigger budget, but there are so many young adult, and I'm going to actually name them off when I give recommendations, but there are so many young adult, like very popular series adaptations that did not go past one or two. So it is actually yeah. really common, <laughs> unfortunately, okay, for the for the genre. It is kind of crazy to think that Maze Runner, I don't know that many people that have seen Maze Runner, and they fucking finished that movie series. So like... It's only because of those boys Gabe it's yeah, literally sure. only because of those boys people are obsessed with them they watch the interviews with those boys like they're just a little bro ship and everyone fucking loves them and that's why they watch it yeah I mean well that, it, I'm more saying like it is a negative thing for Divergent like there was just nothing that it carried is. it through to having <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm sure they made the first one and they were like this is a mistake should we even continue and someone's like <laughs> We could. We could make money. I mean, they still made a, like 200 million off of their budget or whatever. Yeah. So like yeah. it was successful. And it's just like everyone knows what Divergent is. So I just can't give it a one. But I'll, I'll go to a two. I was, I was just wondering what, what anyone thinks about it. Are the books even popular still? I mean, I no. I mean, I don't even know if like Hunger Games is that popular at this point. Like I don't these yeah. like I'm, sh- I'd I'm recommend sure people the can stumble upon them. I just think there are too many like new like currently right now because I'm just so well versed in it. There are a lot of new current young adult like fantasy fiction books that are out there. So I just can't imagine generations are still looking back to those books at this point. Well, stay young forever, Layla. Uh, Nick, (laughs) what did we give these movies out of 105? Was that a was that three twos in Divergent? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yikes. 65. <laughs> out of 105 for... For Hunger Games. <laughs> Fuck. One, two, three, four. Five, oh, five, my five, God. The, that five, reveal nine. was great. <laughs> I don't think you even intended for it. For Divergent? That. <laughs> that was for Hunger Games. I did not intend No, it. I know. The way you reacted. Before 65. Yep. 65 to 34. Oh, yeesh, Divergent. Sorry, to all the Divergent fans out there, if you're still listening, there's no chance they are. the lowest score we've ever given. We don't chronicle these. Uh, We should. Out of 105 for sure, but Lucy, I think we gave like ones all around, like me and you, just back and forth ones. We did bash that movie because it sucks. Um, Do you have recommendations, Layla? I, we won't yeah, do accolades. Sure. No one won any of these movies. I don't even remember the last time we did accolades, actually. Yeah, it's been a um, while. But yeah, for sure. I mean, as far as like young adult like adaptations and stuff, that whole era was just like flooded with them. We had like, yeah, but as we talked about multiple times. No, I mean, I don't, I, anyone that loves young adult stuff will enjoy these movies because I've enjoyed these movies. Like if you like, like I think the Percy Jackson series was fun. I think, um, Ew. Maze Runner is also a good time. Isn't Alexandra um, Daddario in the Percy Jackson ones? Mm-hmm. Sick. Your girl. Uh, girl. So Percy Jackson, Maze Runner, they made an adaptation of Mortal Instruments. They made oh, an adaptation good? of Vampire Academy. She's no. recommending it in the recommendations. She just said she no when I, I said it's I just said it's not good. good. <laughs> Why are you recommending I it? Stop recommending shit. <laughs> because 
it, unfortunately, I'm going to say it out loud. Okay. Young adult fiction novels are not meant to be like the greatest oh, okay. writing of literature of all time. And the adaptations are also never going to reflect that. They are meant to be incredible, like trash TV adoring shit. You know, it's like mm. the CW banks off this stuff. Vampire yeah. Diaries. I just like... stayed on CW instead of in the <laughs> um, Yeah. So I would like all that stuff. And then. If you're like into reading, I just finished like reading these types of novels. I just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses. That shit was dope. Um, From Blood and Ash was really dope. Both of those series are like kind of the like young adult jam right now. So if you're looking for some like really fast fun reads, there you go. I got a less fast uh, but more interesting or, or just an interesting read. I mean, if you didn't have to read this <laughs> in school, that sucks for you because the Ender's Game series is fucking amazing. Oh god, I think we all were forced to read that. And it, and I was, I, I was happily I forced. Like I enjoyed. You didn't have to read that. I don't think so. Ender's Game is amazing. Wow. Ender's Game is one of my you favorite books of all time. Should read Ender's Game if you haven't. Um, read it when yet. did you, you read really it? Should read it. Uh, like, freshman year. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, AP English. That makes sense. Freshman year, I think. Oh, my God. I don't think we did. Yeah, Did you really guys smart. have to read Robinson Crusoe? No. No. Well, there they go. They made us read you Robinson You should read Ender's Crusoe. Game, though. Well, That's they also made us read, like, Catcher in the Rye, and that book is bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I, Ender's Game, I really recommend. I hear the Hyperion series is really good. Um, mm-hmm. That's, like, a newer one. So I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to recommend a movie... I recommend you see the better version of Hunger Games, which is Battle mm-hmm. Royale. That movie fucking rocks. And if you don't want to see Shaky Cam and you want to see some like horrific child deaths, <laughs> definitely check out Battle Royale because it is insane. A lot of people thought that um, who, who wrote uh, Hunger Games? Jillian something? And Oh, God. I don't even no. know. Jillian West or something? Might be around here and, somewhere, actually. I don't know. Um a lot of people thought that she just basically copied Battle Royale uh, for her book. I mean, not Flynn. not shocking. We probably Flynn. should have brought this up in originality no. because it was. Oh, there's a, bu- a bunch of issues with it. The yeah. Gone Girl. Yeah. Girl. Oh. Who was it? Anyways, um, someone will figure it out. But anyway, uh, I do recommend Battle Royale. One time I played a drinking game, which was like every time someone dies, but like it would it would go more and more for worse and worse Suzanne deaths. Suzanne Collins. It's uh, gruesome, y'all. But it's oh, like Suzanne worth Collins. It. That's right. Good. Um, yeah. If you're sick and you like violence, go check it out. I, I fucking love Battle Royale. It's an awesome movie. Um, yeah, it's dope. Any other recommendations? Nick, do you have any? No. Okay. Next week, we're doing another TV episode, gang. We are doing Loki, which will be ending this week. We hope you watch. It's been pretty fun. It's been pretty goofy. Excited for the finale. We're going to break down that entire season and talk about the highs and lows and characters and blah, 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 blah. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, And I don't sound excited, but gee, I I sure am. Uh, You should also follow us on Instagram. Look us up, Facing Off Podcast. Do it. Thank you. Also go to Twitter, Facing Off Podcast. Do it. Thank you. Uh, And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, you know. We're, we're, we're goofy gals. Um, does anybody have a send-off? Hey, Tris. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that is mahogany!